A quick timeout podcast, I talk with Coach Matilda Mossman. She is the head women's basketball coach at the University of Tulsa. I'm really excited about this episode for a couple of reasons. First off, Coach Mossman is the first female coach that we've had here on the show. And secondly, the topic of today's interview is applicable to all of us this time of year. We talk about the start of the basketball season and specifically the first week of practice. Hopefully this episode will be a help to you as you begin your season. As usual, I want to thank our friends over at 323 Sports for sponsoring the podcast. 323 Sports is a team dealer specializing in sports uniforms, equipment, footwear, and apparel. To find out more about how 323 Sports can help your athletic program, visit 323sports.com. On to today's interview with Coach Matilda Mossman. Coach Matilda Mossman, head coach for the University of Tulsa women's basketball team, joins us today. Coach, thanks for making some time for us. No problem. Happy to do it. If you could summarize your first week of practice in one word, what would it be? Frustration. <laughs> My <laughs> next question was going to be, had you planned for that? <laughs> but I don't know if that's a very good follow-up question to that answer. You know, I, I think the first day, even the first week, is always tough. Even though we've had our guys here all summer, you know, we can work with them in June and July uh, we did lots of individual skill work this summer. We did lots of individual skill work this fall when we got them back. And so now it's more about the team aspect and just certain things you want to do in sets, angle of screens, knowing what the next play is going to be, and then defensively, you know, getting kids in the right place and, and learning where the help side should come from. A lot of veterans, those things you know, frustrate coaches at times because it's still not automatic with kids. We're, st- we're still worried about guarding our own guy. Going into that first week, do you have a pretty good feel for how things are going to go, or do you always feel like there's a little bit of mystery as to what's going to happen? Well, I think there are certain things that as coaches you just assume, and I think that's where the breakdowns happen. It's harder and harder to get kids to communicate. It's harder to get them to talk because – you know, that's not part of their everyday being anymore. So, you know, I think a lot of the frustration comes from a lack of communication. And, again, that's assuming some things on, on our coach's part, but then the players not communicating with each other. And uh, But I, I think the mood of our practice has been good. You know, I, I love our culture right now. Our guys are working really hard, and, and you know, you can't teach that. You know, so – as long as they keep bringing the energy and the passion every day, we, we can deal with frustration of not knowing where to go, not not knowing where the help is. Again, I love the I love the energy our guys have right now. Aside from the communication, and maybe aside from knowing whether or not you're going to have older players or younger players from year to year, how, how does the how do you approach that first week? Does the things change? You know, are you doing practices different from year to year? Or is it basically constant? This is what I've got on my schedule. And I know we're going to accomplish this in these first few practices. Well, I, I think it, the, the base stuff is the same, but I think you tweak it. And, and the good news is we have new, uh, a new assistant coach on our staff. So that always brings in good ideas. Uh, last year, we had a new assistant So we got new ideas from that. And, you know, so I think that's the good thing. When you add people to your staff, you you add some things. Uh, Maybe it's trying to get achieve the same goal, but maybe doing it a little bit different way. Along those same lines, do you feel like in those first few practices, you have some absolutes, like we have to absolutely do this in order to get our season off to a good start? 
Well, I think the first part is, are you going to come and play hard every day? Are you going to give us energy? Are you, are you going to have the right body language? Um, I think that it's, everything starts with that. Um, but, you know, again, you, you tweak some things along the way, and, and we do have a lot of veteran players coming back, and, and the expectation is for them to be good mentors to the younger guys or new guys that we have. I had a young coach ask me just this last week. She said, what, what should I say to them the first day? And I actually advised her not really to say too much, but you know, just go ahead and let the talking be maybe during instruction. I know it's different for you because you've had them during the summer and you've kind of built relationships with them and they know at least a little bit what to expect. But do you feel like during that first day or those, those first few practices that you do a lot of talking where they're just listening or is it instruction on the go? Or what does your communication to them look like? I think it's a little bit of both. Uh, you know, we, we don't want a lot of just standing and talking and listening. Um, but at the same time, we have a staff who, that we, they are really good teachers. And so we don't want to allow a kid to continue with a bad habit. We want to make corrections. So we, we try to keep the talking to a minimum because they have to experience failure. You know, they have to go through it. We just had this conversation with our team yesterday. Don't be afraid to make a mistake. Just go hard at it. You know, you, you make a mistake, you miss a layup, move on. We, you know, let's not harp on something that happened and let's not go full speed because you're afraid to, to, to make a mistake. Our staff has been discussing this, and I'm interested to hear how other coaches go about doing it. Do you focus on offense and defense equally during these beginning practices, or does one get more attention than the other? We probably focus a little bit more offensively initially just to get some things smoothed out. But as we continue, um, a coach has responsibility for the offense, and another coach has responsibility for the defense in each particular practice. So I think we're covering both. Uh, but as far as breakdown type things, our, our team, we didn't score a lot of points last year. We didn't average a lot of points. And I'm more of a defensive coach, so I think in the past we've probably spent more time on defense because that's what I tend to look at. So I think now we're trying to spend more time on offense so that you know we can, we can score on people. Are you doing a lot of drills on air? Are they small-sided games? I'm assuming you're not doing much scrimmaging at this point, but what, what does kind of a breakdown of a practice look like? Well, for the first hour, we're doing a lot of breakdowns, and then the second hour, we actually have some guys that come in that are students here on campus, and, and they're our scout team, and so we're doing a lot of up-and-down stuff against those guys, mainly to set a pace. You know, our, our guys play harder when those guys are out there because they have to to keep up. Mm -hmm. So that's been good for us to to be able to go up and down against the guys. Uh, but as far as breakdown stuff, we do we do some 5-on-0, mainly to keep it fresh in their minds. But so much of it, you have to have some defense so they, they're making the correct angles on screens and the correct cuts and, and that type of thing. Something else that I've been thinking about for our team, I like to get just how you do things, but how quickly do you get to the point where you're splitting up maybe your top seven and then the rest to get those units playing together, or, or do you even do that at all? Uh, we, we tend to wait until a little closer to our season starting because I tend to put a group together for three or four days. And then after that, we, we, we move a couple of people and we have that group together for three or four days, you know, because any group can have a bad day. So we're trying to 
see what that group looks like over a period of time. And as we get closer to November 5th, we will start putting our, our top five or six together so that they're getting reps together. It's hard to believe, but exhibition games start this month, and I saw that you guys play uh, towards the end of the month there. How much yes, of your October 30th? How much of your playbook and maybe your schemes are in place, and, and how much of that are you trying to actually get by that first exhibition? We run a motion offense, so we've we've done a lot with that thus far. So we've added a couple of sets. We've added some out of bounds stuff. We were off today, and we come back in on Sunday. So we'll start putting in some zone stuff, uh, some zone uh, full court pressure. But every day we do some things in terms of press breakers, uh, handling pressure. As far as the exhibition itself, what are you personally wanting to get out of that game? I, I think just seeing how guys are going to react in a game setting. You know, sometimes you have a guy that looks really good in practice and they get in a game and, and they're not as good or or vice versa. So we're kind of looking at who's going to play better when the lights come on and what groups can we put together that are going to be uh, the most effective. From your observations over the years, what has been the biggest change as far as freshmen coming in and their potential right away to contribute maybe now versus what it has been in the past. Is there any difference, or do you find that players are more prepared nowadays? It's different with different kids, I think. You know, in recruiting, you're always trying to recruit better than what you already have, and sometimes that happens where players play early as freshmen. But uh, I think what we're finding out right now is kids aren't as fundamentally sound anymore. Uh, They play a lot of club basketball, and they're just playing games, playing games, playing games, playing games. And so we're having to go back and teach uh, sometimes just a basic defensive stance and how to guard the ball. And offensively, we're having to teach how to come off a screen and how to set a screen. So that's probably been the biggest difference is that kids just aren't uh, as fundamentally sound as they used to be. This is the last question, I, and I try to ask this to some of our veteran coaches, but what's maybe one or two pieces of just general coaching advice that you'd have for yourself if you could go back and maybe talk to yourself year one, Coach Mossman? Or- well, my, my chief mentor was Gene Cady. He was the head coach at Western Kentucky on the men's side when I played there, and he always said that you need to coach for at least 10 years before you really know what you're doing, hmm. and I think that's very true. I think back to early teams I had at Arkansas, and we had great success there, but I didn't know what we didn't know. I think going back, you have to just be open to learning as much as you can and being okay with trying things, and maybe they don't work out, so you try something different. I don't think you can just go in with a set idea, this is my plan, this is what I'm doing. Uh, you have to be flexible and be willing to make changes. Great stuff. Coach, thanks again so much for taking the time for us. All right, Tony, thank you. Just really quickly, if you haven't heard yet about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will even distribute your podcast to Spotify and Apple Podcasts and other platforms so your show actually gets heard. You can even make money from your podcast no matter the size of your audience. It really is everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started.
That'll do it for this episode. Be sure to hit that subscribe button if you haven't already and share the podcast with your coaching friends to help us grow the game. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you again at the next time out.